You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Previously on Once More with Dragons. Our tenacious troop try tirelessly to thwart three thermogenetic thugs. Unfortunately, the Demps burns, Hello Dragotha is kaput, and our trio TPKs faster than you can say 11 o'clock number. But the ever-vigilant and eternally elderly head usher Antankerous drags the crew from the burning rubble of the theater in the nick of time. So, was this an understudy plot to burn our besties? Find out in today's episode, Arc 1, Chapter 5 of The Lights of Imperia, Memories, all alone in the doom light. Um, the three of you find yourself battered, bruised, but thankfully alive in a, a small candlelit room. Gregory, you're, you've sat up on a couch. Um, Desiree, you're kind of slumped against the wall, but you've got a blanket around your shoulders. And Evelyn, you're sitting on a chair. Um, and, uh, sitting at, at another chair at a table in the middle of this room is Antankerous, uh, head usher, uh, dragonborn. Um, who pulled you out of the fire in the Demps Hohenstein. She's uh, sipping a cup of tea. Um, in fact, um, uh, you all have little cups of tea uh, next to you. It's been maybe half an hour uh, since uh, we last left ourselves. Everyone's kind of come to, and uh, you've all just kind of been sitting in silence, um, nursing your wounds. Um, everyone is uh, healed back up. You don't feel great, but you're not dead. <laughs> hey! Which is uh, it's an improvement. E- exactly. I felt better. It's nighttime out, you can tell. Uh, and uh, you hear the loudest slurp of tea from Antankris as uh, she just sits there and goes, <laughs> just slowly sipping her tea um, and uh. sitting in silence. It's not really silence if you're going to slurp your tea like that. All right, I want answers. Oh, oh my God. Unders- oh, my God, you're, you're awake. Un- yes, oh. yes, shut up. <laughs> Who oh, are the understudies? We... Why are they burning oh. down theaters? And where is my cat? D, my head, you're so loud. Oh. Uh, Anne uh, uh, kind of started a little bit when uh, y'all woke up, but she sits there for a second. 
Uh, she looks at you, Desirea, um, and sighs and uh, sets her cup down and goes, Desirea, if you want answers, I have answers, but it's going to be a second. Um, what do you remember? <laughs> I remember that I have had the most traumatic 48 hours of my life. I have been attacked multiple times. I have tried to keep this reprehensible thief from getting us arrested, and I was nearly burned down. I had a nice coat once, and then I lost it. I just remember that my gust didn't work so well. Uh, <laughs> it's just like... Just like the, the my youth all over again. I can't. <laughs> uh, it's been a rough one for us, is what we're saying. I'm so tired. And uh, when you say that, uh, Evelyn, Anne uh, stands up and goes, you know, I'm pretty tired too. Uh, and she stands up and walks over. Uh, you haven't quite looked around this room yet, but this room also has a, a, a tiny... Um, like twin bed in it. Uh, there's a little hot plate. There's a, a door with a window that you can see leads out to an alleyway. There's a, a propped open door that looks like it leads to a bathroom of some sort. Uh, and, the, and then uh, off in the corner is another doorway with a, a curtain in it and you can't see what's behind it. Um, and uh, uh, Anne stands up and goes and uh, looks uh, uh, at her bed. Um, and she uh, uh, looks um, just at the foot of her bed uh, is... Um, a bookcase uh, with a bunch of books and a bunch of uh, black and white photos on it. She's very contemplative. She hasn't said anything. Uh, she looks at these photos and um, she she just stands there for a second. She turns back to you, Evelyn, and says, as I said, I'm tired too, but no rest for the wicked. Am I right? <laughs> All right never mind. <laughs> quite enough of the wicked for one evening. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, Uh, and uh she goes uh so um well everyone's dead i i uh the demps hohenstein not looking in great shape um and uh i think we can all safely assume that uh the three of you are the first and last people to survive having seen any part of Hello, Dragotha. Ay, ay, ay. What about you? Didn't you see some of it? No, no, I was asleep in the basement. It was a masterful performance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she uh, turns back around and uh, says, you know, I, I bet you it was. Um, uh, I've seen some good shows in the Demps. I, I, I had high hopes, high hopes for this one. I, I just didn't know... I didn't know it would end as quickly as it used to. Uh, and she sighs and she sits back down next to her tea um, and starts slurping again. Hey, D, did we get any answers there? No, we did not. And I'm still missing my cat. <laughs> um, and, Tankerous, uh, and- where's the cat? Uh, Anne says, oh, oh my goodness, I, I'm so sorry. And uh, she walks over to um, the bathroom door and like it's been propped open, but she props open it a little more and you see uh, standing on the toilet is um, uh, little, what's your cat's name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet daddy, baby. Oh, mumsy was so worried about you. Oh, uh, and oh, my poor baby. Eddie, uh, with still a mouthful of toilet water, hops down and uh, uh, walks, uh, scuttles over to you, Desiree, and starts licking you in the face. Oh, oh, it, it, it You're gonna let your baby. dog lick you like that? <laughs> it's a cat. 
Do you have no natural knowledge whatsoever? Uh, all, all animals are small dogs. And here's here and here's that exchange um, between you, Gregory, and Desiree, and says, "You know, I, I'm surprised you all don't remember more. Um, well, I think I can help with that." And she stands up and uh, uh, kind of ruffles back her sleeve. She's still in her head usher uniform, green with the gold stripe and all that. Um, but her sleeves are a little too long, so she has to like shake her sleeve down. And you see this, you know, <laughs> de- decrepit, wrinkly hand kind of emerge from her, the end of her sleeve. And she extends it, and she snaps her fingers. And out of her fingers emits this very warm-feeling olive shadowy light and it starts to emanate across the room um and uh, it, it uh flows like across the floorboards and underneath all your old feet um uh gregory you're sitting on the couch but the couch you're sitting on disappears um so you have to ah! like, kind of stand up as it goes away Boom! um you know the, the same with all that um and this room uh seems to transform um from its kind of drab candlelit interior the entire room changes the bed disappears the table disappears the sofa disappears and in its place you see a whole bunch of desks all lined up in a row all in this kind of shadowy olive glowing green light and you also see in this room about a dozen kind of half see-through olive green figures People, humanoids, orcs and elves and uh, uh, halflings, um, all in usher uniforms, bustling about. Um, the bookcase disappears, and on the wall instead you see a map um, with a bunch of, like, uh, it looks like a map of Imperia, and it's got a bunch of red string kind of uh, push-pinned into it. Um, to the right of it are a, a bunch of posters um, of uh, really uh, evil-looking folk. Um, all with the, the word wanted above them and a variety of names underneath. Um, you see uh, you know, file cabinets with files bursting uh, out of the seams. And uh, there's just a whole rush of these shadowy figures in you. Uh, one of the figures, Evelyn, uh, actually walks right through you um, in a very ghostly way. It, it's a, it's a, a half-elf lady. Um, and she walks over and sits down at a desk and opens up a file. Oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, oh, she walked right through me. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> looked like that and, tingled. That's the closest I've been to another person in, like, ten years. And, and says, they they uh, they can't hear you. Um, this is, this was a long time ago, um, back when, uh, well, back when being ushers meant something. Take a look around. And do you? Or do, do you all stand there with your eyes closed? Uh, Let's look. <laughs> Can I do a perception check? <laughs> sure. Uh, just just roll perception. <laughs> yeah, let's um, play some D&D. That's a seven. Yeah. <laughs> a seven. Uh, you, I'll give you a little bit. You can tell based on uh, the kind of ephemeral quality of this that this is absolutely a memory. The location is the same place. You're still in this room. But it's not uh, Antankerous's quarters. This this is this room previously was used for something else, um, and all these people are what it's used for. You also notice that despite all this motion, despite all this hustle and bustle, it still sounds the same. It's still quiet. You can still hear the flicker of the candle that was illuminating Antankerous's quarters. Um, you can't see it anymore, but it, it sounds like this this memory is only visual. There's no audio. 
but you you see people talking to each other and conversing. Everyone uh, seems to be focused on their task. Certainly, no one is uh, morose or anything. But uh, whatever whatever these folk are working on, it's serious business. All right. Okay. So so okay. we're looking at a bunch of usher ghosts. All right. I think the wall was behind me, so I'm kind of you know waving behind to see if I I could if it's. Still there. Yep, still there. And the wall is both there okay. in the in the memory and you can feel it as well. Um, so you, hmm. you see like an olive green wall. Um, and uh, you also hmm. see Anne's just kind of standing in the room and she seems a little um, uh, d- taken aback by this memory uh, that she's conjured before you. You see the, the glint of a smile on the corner of her mouth. She's just kind of looking around, uh, clocking all the faces of the people walking through. Um, you know, j- just kind of like reveling in this memory for a hot second. Anne, can can you tell me a little bit about what this all is, please? I want what what makes this memory so important to you? Oh, oh, of of, of course, Greg. Um, well, I I uh, well, you should know this too. Um, well, hey, uh, take take a look, uh, Greg. Take a look at uh, 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 Evelyn's outfit right there. You see, Usher right there, and uh. You look at uh, her outfit, Greg, and you see none of you have actually taken a, a, a really close look at these outfits yet, which has been a little fortuitous for this <laughs> dramatic moment. Um, yeah, just throw them on, you know, we were in a hurry. Uh-huh. And you see... It's an Usher uniform. I didn't expect it to be special. Uh, Did well, it, like, burn or anything when we had our fights? Like, are they damaged? No, bizarrely. Uh, none of your clothes <gasps> hmm. seem to be charred or burnt at all. Oh, high quality fabric. And Greg, you notice, uh, as you look around not only at Anne's uniform and every Everyone else who's wearing this Usher uniform. It does say Usher uh, right on the breast, but it, it doesn't say uh, U-S-H-E-R. It says U period S period H period E period R. And uh, Anne says, do you know what that stands for, Greg? Um, ulcers sometimes um... <laughs> have every relapse. Some extremely belabored <laughs> phrase that was used, that was created to make the letters Usher, no doubt. And walks up to you, Greg, as you're talking and like puts her finger on your mouth and says, we were the Ushers, the understudy hazard eradication and removal squad. Huh. Oh. So that's, oh. is that what we are? We'll maybe talk about that in a minute. Follow me. And she walks you through that curtain doorway that both existed in her quarters and in uh, this desked area. Um, do you all follow her? Yes. Yes, of course. All right. Uh, you walk through these uh, curtain doors, and again, you've entered another. Uh, clearly, this is another memory room. There's a long glass counter at the front of it, um, which you've just exited to the side of. And this room is also bustling with people. Behind the counter are a couple other people in those Usher uniforms. And then on the other side are some of the saddest and most. Um, beaten up looking people you've ever seen there's a there's a bunch of seats uh, it's it kind of feels like a cross between um an emergency room waiting room and like the front of a police station um but there's people there's a a, a dwarf uh, kind of uh, on his tippy toes at the counter um having a discussion with the guy in an usher sh- suit behind it um who seems to be describing something very animatedly he's moving his arms around and the ushers nodding and taking some notes um there's another usher sitting on a chair uh, next to a mother and her child uh, the child is crying while the mother is, again, um, just kind of talking quietly to the usher, and the usher is rubbing her back and comforting her. Um, there are two ushers standing in the corner um, with little flip note pads um, that flip up, like comparing notes, and one of them's uh, reading something off, and the other one's taking notes off of it. Um, and Anne says, we? Well, we were Imperia's first line of defense against the understudies. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
Did we also show people to their seats? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and 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 laughs at that, Gregory. And he's like, oh no, that 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 came. Oh, more on that later. Um, and uh, uh, Anne uh, stands there for a second. Goes, you know, uh, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Um, do you want to go on a? Let's go on a walk, shall we? Uh, and she holds open the front door uh, to this place that leads out to the main street. All right. And you all exit into uh, this street in Imperia. Come from Eddie. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Addie's following you. Um, you exit onto the street in Imperia. Uh, this is not the Imperia you remember. Um, again, everything is bathed in that memory light. Um, but there's, as far as you can tell, though the whole scene seems kind of monochromatic, there's no giant neon signs. There's no lit up neons uh, uh, outlining the different alleyways and byways. Uh, this this seems like a, a, an older, more quaint Imperia. Still a, a bustling metropolis, but maybe from a, a time long past. Um, and Anne uh, is actually headed ahead of you. She's uh, moving uh, with quite a, a clip. Um, and it, it, you all uh, struggle to kind of keep up with her. Uh, uh, come on, As we were just dead. Slow down, we're still a little sin. We were uh, dead just a minute ago. <laughs> she she goes, hustle, hustle your bustle all, hustle your bustle. Um, and uh, you walk down this street. Uh, there's, there's my bustle does not hustle; my it strides. Bustle <laughs> used to hustle, but doesn't do it so much these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> this whole this street seems familiar. You recognize some things, but some things look different. Um, you've you've been on this street before, but now, not then. Um, and you come up on uh, a large marquee, um, and on the marquee, uh, it says the Fantasy Follies. Starring Blythe the Extraordinary and Bramwell the Wonderful. Um, <gasps> the Fantasy Follies. Beautiful. I remember this show. <laughs> this is where my parents met. Um, and this, of course, uh, Blythe the Extra. Well, uh, Desiree, why don't you tell us? Blythe the Extraordinary and Bramwell the What was it? <laughs> uh, Bramwell the Wonderful. <laughs> Bramwell the Wonderful. They're my father and mother. They were, they were the stars of the Follies. The stars of the Follies. Oh, I keep. How did I never know that? And uh, can we can we sneak in and try try to catch a little bit of this the, uh, the Follies? And uh, uh, Greg, as you like, kind of try to dart into the theater, and goes, no, no, hold, hold on a second, hold on a second, and like extends her arm uh, to stop you from going in. Um, and one of the double doors that uh, leads into this uh, space opens, um, and a uh, very young-looking um, female high elf uh, walks out, um, kind of crying. Um, and uh, Evelyn and Gregory, I'm going to need you to roll perception checks. Oh, well, you know, I'm always very perceptive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a five. <laughs> All right. What about you, Gregory? I got a four. Well, <laughs> tra la 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 la. Um. So uh, <laughs> sure is a lady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gregory and Evelyn, you you kind of uh, stare at this young half elf. Uh, you're this young high elf. Pardon me. Um. And uh, uh, Anne says, "Look familiar." You recognize her? That is an elf right over there. As I said, Desiree, I'm surprised how little you remember. It was not an easy time. 
I was often alone as a child. What? What? Huh? Who? Huh? Huh? What? And this, of course, is a young Disarea. And you watch a uh, young Disarea um, run out of this theater crying. Uh, she turns to her left and uh, kind of like uh, ducks down an alleyway. Oh, no. That's little D. What are you crying about, sweet pea? Well, follow her. You'll see. Um, I follow her. And because oh, I want to don't see. be weird. I beg your pardon. Not you, Greg. <laughs> and starts walking. And goes. They they can't see us. Come on, come on. Um, and uh, uh, the four of you kind of sneak around this alleyway. Um, and you see, uh, kind of sitting behind a trash can, um, is uh, young D, uh, sitting, Aww. um, and uh, crying. Um, and uh, you can see her. Uh, she pulls out of her pocket, um, two playbills. Um, one looks, uh, kind of crumpled and well-worn and, uh, one is, uh, fresh. Um, and you can get pretty close to her cause you know, you can walk through most of the stuff in this world. Those trash cans aren't here. Um, <laughs> please don't walk through my younger <laughs> self. It's traumatic enough as it is. I walk up like really close, like eye matching level, like on her side so that I can see like her face, like really clearly. Sure. Um, and as you're investigating, your gaze turns to these two um, uh, programs, these two playbills, and she mm -hmm. opens both of them up to the first page uh, uh, where it says um, the cast. And of course it lists um, Blythe the Extraordinary as your mother, uh, or as uh, Blythe the Extraordinary as the queen, um, and Bramwell the Wonderful as the king. Um, and then uh, underneath that, there's a third line where it lists uh, the princess. And on um, the crumpled up one, uh, it says next to it, uh, Disarea the Young. Um, but on the brand new looking one, um, it says Fran the Magnificent. Um, oh, D. And D, uh, young Disarea kind of pans her face back and forth um, between these two and uh, looks at the brand new one one last time, crumples it up and uh, throws it uh, way away from her. Mm-hmm. D, you you are princess to us. So what's the problem? You aged out of the role? That happens all the time. Yes, but it was more than that. My parents never truly understood that I wanted to be a druid. There wasn't a place for it in magical theater back then. Uh... Um, and kind of unconventionally, Christy, I'm going to need you to roll a perception check for young Disarea. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. All right. Oh, we're um, getting deep here. Do, do I have my usual modifier L here? We'll say or? you've got your normal modifier and all that. Okay, so that's going to give me a, let's see, 12. A 12. Um, so young Disarea has just thrown um, this crumpled um, program uh, across the alleyway. Um, it kind of rolls through a puddle. Um, and then uh, at the other end of the puddle, it rolls up. Um, and uh, young Disarea sees... Uh, the figure of a human man, um, sharply dressed in a suit, uh, and uh, none of you had seen him before. He was kind of lurking in the shadows. Uh, he bends down and uh, picks up this program, uh, uncrumples it, um, and uh, the three of you, Gregory, Old DeSorea, and Evelyn, uh, you examine this man. Uh, he's got slick back hair. He's wearing a tie and a nice suit. Um, and you also notice uh, on his lapel, um, he's got a little pin, uh, just kind of pinned there. Um, and it's the pin of, a uh, an orange, uh, and yellow bird, uh, just kind of pinned to his lapel. 
Um, and uh, uh, he looks down at this program, uh, opens it up to that same page, uh, looks up at young Disarea, and slowly and very slimily, he smiles and looks uh. at the little girl. Um, mm. And I feel dirty. He extends his hand and uh, starts walking towards her. Um, young Disarea, what do you do? I've. I'm not sure what to make of this. I mean, you know, I'm a little off put by his smile, but at the same time, you know, he's the first person to pay attention to me in several days. Sure. Um, do you, you could, you could roll some checks if you want to learn more about the situation or you could make a decision if you want to, you know, if you want to take an action. Let's see. Now. I want to, <laughs> I think I'd like to roll perception to see if I can okay. discern anything else about his manner. Sure. Go ahead. Roll, roll another perception check. Okay. Six. Six. Um, yeah, not a lot. Um, you know, I, I think you're you're curious more than you're uncomfortable. Um, this man looks friendly enough, um, and you haven't had a great day. Um, so you, you know, perhaps are considering at, at least letting him help you up as he extends his hand and walks towards you to kind of, you know, hoist you up. Yeah, what do you want? Um, and uh, just as you say that, and of course, um, Gregory and contemporary Disarea and Evelyn, you don't hear her say that, but uh, you see young Disarea's mouth move. Um, and right as she says that, um, this uh, slimy looking man, uh, a, a bolt of something smacks him in the shoulder, lightning or fire, you can't tell, it's all monochromatic. Um, and he, he falls down in a puddle in the alleyway um, quicker than any of you can react. Oh. Um, <laughs> you all uh, turn uh, to look down towards the other end of the alleyway, um, and you see a young, blue-skinned, dragonborn lady. Um, she's wearing an usher outfit and she's got her finger extended as if a bolt of lightning just emitted from it. Um, you also see, uh, Antankerous standing there looking at this young blue dragonborn and the biggest smile comes across her face as she watches this blue dragonborn walk down the alley towards the man she just downed. And, and that was... That was you? And Anne goes, yeah. Uh, I I still got it, too. Sometimes you want to see. And she does little, like, finger guns, like old Antankris, like, pew, pew, oh. pew, and, like, launches some <laughs> lightning out of her fingers. Um, <laughs> and uh, the three of you see um, uh, much younger, non-wrinkly Antankris uh, bend down and uh, have a conversation with young Disarea. Uh, she kind of wipes a tear out of her eye, and, you know, Disarea, like, uh, explains, you know, you know, points at one program and points at the other program, um, and Anne uh, comforts her uh, and helps her up. And you watch Anne walk her back uh, out of the alleyway um, and uh, back into the theater. Oh, I'd almost given up that day, oh. Anne. And you're the reason I went on. You're the reason I was able to come disarray, become Disarea the Magnificent. I owe you so much. Uh, and Anne uh, kind of, you know, waves you away with her hand and goes, oh, it's it's nothing. And, you know, I I'd, I'd certainly, you know, I certainly wasn't doing it alone. Um, you know, speaking of, uh, uh, follow me. Quite D Dickensian this day is turning into, don't you think? Um, <laughs> and uh, she uh, walks you down the alleyway. Um, back out to the main street, and uh, just across the street from this theater, um, you see 
a, a sign that says um, ab- above a little shady looking door. It says uh, live piano music every Tuesday. Um, and uh, uh, there's a, a wooden door there with a, a tiny little window. Um, you certainly can't hear anything, um, but uh, uh, it, it's it looks like this is a well-traveled uh, uh, establishment. And Anne goes, oh, come on in. Let's let me let me get you a, a memory drink. It tastes like nothing, <laughs> but it's sure is fun to pretend to drink it. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's me, Tommy, your dungeon master. And just before I started recording this, I stubbed my toe. I must have rolled a three on dexterity. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. Hoping you're enjoying it so far. Hoping you're enjoying it so far. Uh, make sure to tweet about this podcast with the hashtag once more cast. Let people know about this weird D musical theater podcast that you listen to. Uh, as always, our troop this week is Evelyn Forte, the brassy mouth dragonborn sorcerer, played by Emily Clark. You can find Emily at Stealing Focus on YouTube. Desiree the Magnificent, the High Elf Druid and Daughter of Theatrical Royalty is played by Christy Esterly. You can find Christy, a.k.a. The Diva at Musical Hell on YouTube. And of course, our bumbling, conniving friend, Gregory Highland, the two-timing dwarfish rogue played by Jesse McAnally. You can find Jesse's other podcast musicals with cheese in a podcatcher near you. And I'm Tommy Nolan, your dungeon master. Musical mash in all places online. I typed Tommy Nolan here, double O's. What am I doing? Uh, online artwork is by Derek Trost, and special thanks to our story consultants, Wes, Katie, Flynn, and Jimmy, and of course, always thanks to Broadway Podcast Network for having us on. Special shout out and welcome aboard to our new audio engineer, Jake Bellissimo. We're happy to have you aboard as well, Jake. You're saving me a lot of time and effort. All of this information and more is available at once more with dragons.com, including links to our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all those socials, uh, as well as our Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those who support us financially on patreon.com. And thank you for all the gorgeous reviews on Apple Podcasts. Special shout outs to users LunarDog333, PySpy25, and I don't hate it, but, which is a great username. Uh, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or somewhere else, uh, it absolutely helps our show grow and be found by more people who want to listen. That's enough from me. Let's get back to the fantasy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
I'd like to make a history check to see what I know about this building. Sure, uh, Desiree, make a history check. Okay, let's see. <laughs> I'm having a really bad day six. <laughs> six. You don't remember anything about this building. I don't remember anything, even though it was right across from the theater where my parents <laughs> performed. I'd like to make a history check then. Sure. Evelyn, you want to join in the fun? <laughs> Uh, yes, I was let's, just waiting my turn. Let's uh, both roll history and see how it goes. <laughs> I, am I doing a perception? A uh, history check. Oh, a history check. Okay, got it. Okay, I got an 18 plus two, so 20. Okay, Evelyn? <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> Which narratively is about to be ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gregory, um, I must have blocked this out. I'm wrapped up in the trauma of my past and cuddling my cat. What's your excuse? <laughs> uh, Gregory, she's Evelyn. That's her excuse. Alcohol. <laughs> you stand there and like a light bulb bursting over your head. You suddenly point at the door to this bar, and then you point at Evelyn, and then you point at the door again, and you point at Evelyn, and then you point at the you, door. You, 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 you. And uh, Gregory, dear, use your words. With the three, with that, the three of you walk in. Um, and you are in kind of a sub-level piano bar, um, and uh, there's kind of an audience section in the middle in the bar with the barkeep off to the right. And of course, center stage at a grand piano is uh, Evelyn Forte herself. You can't hear her, but man, it sure feels like you can. Um, <laughs> young Evelyn is uh, banging away at the so keys. that's what that noise was every time I walked down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> She's belting out something. You can see the the the, the 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 six empty drink glasses she has balanced on the piano are all shaking with the vibrato of her voice. Does she have a microphone of some sort? She does not need one. Why would she need one? Real performers don't need microphones. Um, That's so they can hear you on the West Coast. Oh. And you know it, Greg. You know it. And Evelyn sure is, uh, young Evelyn is sure having a, a great time uh, banging away at the piano. But the four of you, uh, Anne included, ghostly, um, uh, or I guess corporeal in the rest of the world feels kind of ghostly and green. Uh, you look around and mm-hmm. no one's here. Um, oh. All of the seats are empty. Uh, the barkeep is uh, behind the bar. Um, he's got like a Sudoku out, a uh, fantasy Sudoku uh, that he's doing. It's, it's exactly like regular Sudoku, except fantasy. No, no, no. The five goes there. The five. <laughs> why am I talking to you? You can't hear me. Yeah, Desiree, you go over and try, uh... try and help him out. Um, and uh, 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 current Evelyn, you see uh, yourself, your former self um, on stage, just belting away um, for no one. Um, yeah. What do y'all do? Uh, I, I I applaud. <laughs> um, she can't hear you, Greg. She, it's all right. For a second, Greg, you think... Was it, was it always like No, that? it wasn't always like this, Desiree. Why, I remember a time when the crowds would come for miles to see me sing at this piano bar. But all of a sudden, they wanted to see these new dragonborns and these new wizards and these bards singing these hip songs that relate to their characters. What happened to big showbiz songs? So they stopped showing up for my act. (laughs) And all I could do was sing for guys playing Sudoku. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even a very good Sudoku player. You deserved so much more. Thank thank you, Dee. Thank you. Um... And Evelyn, as you uh, uh, divulged, you know, your your 
theory as to why people stopped coming to your show. Um, <sighs> you, you actually feel uh, Anne look at you, and she looks kind of confused, and she goes, oh, oh, I never, of course, uh, you, you don't, you don't know, do you? Um, here, come, come on, come on, let's go back outside. Um, and uh, she walks you back outside. All right, I'm walking back outside. All right, all right. And the four of you are. Uh, You'll never finish that Sudoku, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, the the barkeep continues with his Sudoku. Um, it looks like uh, young Evelyn has gone to take a break. And as the four of you exit to outside, um, you uh, you're standing outside the bar, and uh, Anne uh, like says, "Come come stand here. Come just wait here for a second. And you all stand with her on the sidewalk. Um, she goes, "Just just wait. Just wait and watch." Um, and down the sidewalk walks a, a, a very uh, formal business-looking man. Uh, he's, he's got a, a suitcase and a briefcase, um, and he uh, uh, sees this door to this piano bar on a sign that says, you know, piano music, um, and, like, starts to walk towards the door um, when suddenly, almost out of nowhere, um, a lady half-orc appears. Um, this lady half-orc is in a, a really nice-looking uh, red and yellow dress um, with, like, beautiful feathers right on the fringe, uh, right around the bottom of the dress. Um, and, of course, you can't hear what they're saying, um, but the uh, the half-orc lady points at a sign on the door that the, the three of you hadn't seen uh, when you walked in earlier, and that sign says, uh, Closed for tonight, plumbing problem. Um, <laughs> that is uh, on the door right there, and uh, this lady points at it and like points at the businessman and is explaining something to him. Um, the businessman is like, "Oh, you know," you see him nod and he walks away. Um, and then the half orc lady um takes that sign off the door and uh, uh walks away with it down the street. What of all the underhanded? And uh, also in this moment, uh, you notice uh one other. Uh, person approaching. Uh, uh, she actually uh, runs straight through you, Gregory, kind of out of nowhere. It startles you ah! Um, ah! from across the street. Another uh, ghostly figure. Um, again, uh, wearing a green Usher outfit. Um, and she's uh, uh, has beautiful makeup on and has a, a tall uh, beehive hairdo. Um, and uh, you see her run up and she uh, is just watching uh, this lady in the, the red dress walking away and you see her kind of make like a drap motion. I'm like, ah, um, and she turns around uh, and the three of you recognize her. This is a very young Laura Louver Cooper. Uh, contemporary mayoress of Imperia. At least until she burned down. Luva Cooper. Uh, and hears you say that, D, and goes, oh my god, you're right. She saw... And Anne uh, takes a second to say, never mind, never mind. Um, we have one more place to visit. And she goes, Ebenezer! And starts walking down the street. Um, His name's Gregory. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Gregory! Um, I turned to Desiree and I was like, do you think Do you think I could have a chance to run for mayor now? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I think you got a shot. <laughs> you're an un... Well, then, come to think of it, you're an unprincipled criminal, so you'd have a better than even shot, perhaps. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> the three of you are having this conversation as you're walking down the street. Um, you're headed towards uh, the the central plaza of Imperia, Pendulum Plaza, uh, named, of course, for the giant clock with a huge pendulum that swings back and forth at one end. Um, of course. You can see it's it's pretty late at night in this memory. Um, it's maybe 11.30 or midnight. Um, but, you know, 
people are out. This is the the city of light, the city that never sleeps. Um, people are walking about uh, and kind of weaves you in and out of all these people. There's vendors selling food and all sorts of magic items. Um, and then at the end, you see a kind of like a, a, a little lemonade looking stand, ramshackle place um, with uh, two figures standing in it. Um, one, I won't make you roll perception check because I think that you probably have figured it out. Uh, probably caught on by now. <laughs> looks uh, like even Evelyn. <laughs> he looks exactly like Regis Philbin. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Funny. I, yeah. Imagine that. But me. <laughs> <laughs> you you see a, a young or maybe middle aged because dwarfs live a long time uh, a roguish looking heel dwarf um, and uh, uh, it's uh, him and an another figure that um, at least uh, Disraya and Evelyn you don't recognize they're standing behind this lemonade stand and above it um, it, it says uh, oh no my windows just closed oh no Chrome <laughs> has crashed um, it says 404 error uh loading no. that's a that's a big sign i'm not gonna it keeps lie going there's a bunch of signs attached to it that just keep going and going on no. oh, um, it's it says above it um steam powered carriages they move faster than you imagine oh that was so brilliant that was that was one of the best ideas i ever had it worked until somebody invented one i'm sure yes exactly you exactly caught the reason why i had to stop ah. oh my god I adore all of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Always with the same old schemes, you, Greg. Um, ah. And uh, uh, Greg, you're there um, with uh, a uh, uh, human man, um, and uh, he's helping you uh, in in on this con. Greg, uh, do you do you remember your partner in this in this grift? Oh yeah, yeah. He was one of many, but he was a great one. Um, um, do you want me to think of his name as well, yeah, you... or does the yes. DM have that put away? As no, I know it's hard to remember his name, but I I'm sure you'll you'll. <laughs> do you need to roll a history check to see if you remember his name? Um, I was just wondering what the DM wanted. You was <laughs> honestly it. Hey, your 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 partner, your name, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I want to call him. His name was Partner. Partner. Parker Casket. Partner. What? Parker Cackett. Parker. <laughs> Parker Cackett. Parker Cackett. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how hard my life is. Um, no, having to come up so with good. thousands and thousands of names. Um, so good. <laughs> I like how I said it so unsure that it might not even really be his name. Um, so, uh, Greg, you and, you and Parker are standing there, uh, and uh, uh, a, a nice-looking um, uh, young elf lady comes up uh, and kind of engages you in conversation about the um, uh, whatever it is you're selling, and you, you've got her on the hook. Um, you're, you're reeling mm -hmm. her in. She reaches into her pocket to pull out a, a, a couple of gold pieces, um, hands them to you, young uh, Greg, um, and uh, you mm. put them in your pocket. Um, but uh, I'm going to need you, old Greg, to... Not yes. old Greg. No, that's wrong. That's a that's an old... Indian. Old Greg! <laughs> um, <laughs> this is getting confusing. Uh, I'm going to need you... Okay, young Greg, who Greg? Roll a, a perception check. Corporeal non-memory, Greg. 
17. Um, let me, yep, 17. You see, uh, you take these gold pieces from this lady, um, and you you hand her what ostensibly is the beginning of this con, a coupon for a, a steam-powered carriage. Um, and mm-hmm. as you put these gold pieces in your pocket, uh, you see Jiminy Cricket, what's it, Parker, Parker Cackett? Um, Parker Cackett. <laughs> Um, when you're not looking, uh, he uh, kind of reaches behind you um, and uh, 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 pickpockets you and takes these gold pieces uh, out of your pocket. Shit! He 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 stole from me, right? That's what I'm picking up, right? <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, and uh, uh, ret- retcon, retcon. Uh, he's wearing a hat. It looks like a giant red bird. Do you get it? <laughs> Great. Um, oh, Grifted oh. by a grifter. Oh. I don't like this at all. That oh. he was my buddy. We were we were we were thick as thieves. Oh, well, you were yeah, thieves. <laughs> you were thieves, and you had te- and he had terrible taste in headwear. I'm a, I'm a te- I don't mind telling you. This is exactly what was gonna happen. Um, I, I mean, I guess in I in hindsight, watching this in front of me, <laughs> um, <laughs> you also see uh something else. Uh, you see a person. Um, emerge from the crowd. Um, this person uh, has uh, long black hair, um, a very svelte figure, um, and uh, uh, starts to walk towards Parker. Um, and uh, you hear uh, Anne noticing this figure. She goes, oh, of course. I forgot. This was before Tim transitioned. Uh, anyway, that's Tim. Um <laughs> And uh, All right. without a doubt, uh, it's Tim Taylor of Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets. Oh. Um, and uh, he walks up to the two of you. I did not know that. And uh, uh, he Great. he uh, points and uh, wags his finger at Parker. Um, and uh, uh, you see Parker kind of like sulk and uh, get a, a get into an argument um, with Tim Taylor. And Anne is like, ah, we should we should get going. Um, and starts walking back down uh, Pendulum Plaza. Can I like try to take a swing at Parker as I walk by him? Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, go roll. Uh, roll. Roll dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> um, critical fail. <laughs> uh, uh, you, uh, as you're walking past Parker, you uh, swing and uh, try and uh, punch uh, Parker in the face, but of course he's made of nothing. Um, so your fist sails through him and kind of like boomerang like swings around and you end up punching yourself in the face. Um, and uh, go ahead, uh, take uh, 1d4 damage. You got it. Hitting yourself in the face. What did you think would happen? What did you think? Uh, I needed it. I I was betrayed. I was bamboozled. Ow, my face. (laughs) Um, uh, And Anne is like, come come along, come along. Bustle should be hustling. Do you need a handkerchief? (laughs) Hustling, hustling my bustle. I'm the one getting hustled around here. Um, And uh, she walks you back down the street, uh, back uh, back through Pendulum Plaza. and uh, you can kind of feel that uh, as she's walking, uh, if you look behind you, um, you can see the street uh, starting to transform back uh, as you're walking down. Um, you know, you see Pendulum Plaza uh, uh, turn back neon. Uh, it becomes much brighter, but much emptier um, uh, behind you. Um, the clock switches from being around midnight to about 4 a.m. Um, and as uh, you're walking past, um, you're walking past the green memory of a theater on your left, 
Um, uh, Anne stops for a second to take a look at it as this kind of wave of memory starts approaching it. You just catch a glimpse, uh, this theater, uh, it's called the Shirley Merlin. Um, and uh, it's got a big <laughs> sign above it that says it, but um, as the memory uh, uh, wave kind of walks past it um, and the color returns to everything, uh, suddenly that theater is gone. Um, and uh, in its place is a smoldering pile of ash. Um, she goes, huh, yeah, I remember when they renamed it the Demps. Um, and then uh, you keep walking, kind of following this memory now in front of you, receding back down the street um, as it uh, heads back into uh, its place of origin. Um, and as you approach, uh, Anne uh, walks up to a little shop uh, and holds open a door for you. Uh, and you recognize this shop. Um, she says, come on, come on back in. Uh, and uh, you walk back into the front room of Tim Taylor's Taylor and Trinkets. Oh, no. Um, and I remember this place. You uh, walk back through the front room of Tim Taylor's. You remember it well with that glass counter uh, back through the uh, curtained archway. And uh, you're right back where you started. Uh, and sits back down on her bed. Um, the three of you uh, take up some spots on the sofa, the seats. Um, and uh, she says, well, um, Desirea, did that answer some of your questions? Yes. Why have the understudies come back? Oh. Well, your guess is as good as mine. But you know, I sure could use some help figuring it out. What do you say? Hey, we're already ushers, aren't we? Got the costume and everything. I am wondering why you're asking three old geezers like us and not some, like, newfangled kitties out there. You know, there's not a lot of us left anymore. Everyone, once we got rid of the understudies, there wasn't a lot left to do. So we started taking tickets. We started helping out with theaters. But <laughs> you'd be surprised. I guess maybe you wouldn't be surprised. But adventurers don't find that kind of work too interesting. So. Everyone just kind of left Imperia. And nowadays it's just oh. me, Tim, and Laura. Ah, oh, well, I guess it's just me and Tim <laughs> now. Shit. Oh, damn. Mm. Um, team, do you guys want to get together and do a vote, or are we all u unanimous on this? Well, I think we're all they have left and Anne, to help. And Anne goes, you're all I have left. <laughs> yeah, see? See? I'm perceptive like that. So, well, a comeback has to start somewhere, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I, I'm in. I, I'm in. 100%. We're wearing the clothes. We're committed to the characters. We're going to do it. We're going to help. We're going <laughs> to be ushers. You see Anne look up at you with the biggest smile on her face and a glimmer in her eye. And she goes, good. Here's what happens next. Anne uh, says, all right, uh, I think we should start with a... Well, y'all deserve to get paid. You did one day of work, didn't you? Um, <laughs> and, uh, That's how this works. She, uh, now we're talking. She uh, reaches into her uh, usher's vest, um, and uh, you see her like. Do we get? Do she like reaches? Do we get injury pay? <laughs> yeah. uh, she goes <laughs> injury pay. <laughs> That's a good one. I would be bankrupt if I gave injury pay. Um, and uh, her arm like reaches deeper into her vest than it looks like it should. Um, and uh, she uh, pulls out uh, three little bags um, and hands one to you, Greg, and one to you, Dean, one to you, Evelyn. Um, and uh, you open... Uh, thank you. You open each of them up, and inside each of them is 12 
hundred gold pieces, a small fortune. Um, what? And well, and she goes, "Huh? We sh- I've seen more." <laughs> and uh, she looks over. Lately, was it yours? Lately, have you? <laughs> did you? Did it belong to somebody else Greg, before you had it? All money belongs to somebody else before you had it. Oh my god. Um, and Anne says, um, well, uh, uh, I think, um, you I think you're also going to need these. Um, and she reaches, uh, into her pants pocket, um, and she hands each of you, well, she hands you three tickets. Each of you get one. Thank you. Oh boy. What, what are we are seeing? What are these for? Yeah. Um, yes. and, uh, <laughs> you take a look at it. Um, and the ticket says, uh, round trip on the Skylight Express to the town of Murray Legas. Ooh. Um, Ooh, I've always wanted to go there. And uh, Anne says, "My, uh, well, last I heard from my good friend Allie, she was camping around in Murray Legas. Uh, she's she's an usher from the old days. I think whatever this thing is, whatever's going on here, we're gonna need a little bit of help. Um, I'll stay here and uh, hold down the fort, and uh, uh, the three of you uh, can go track down Allie. Um, and uh, well." I don't know if you can do this, but try and convince her to come and come back to the old stomping ground. With all respect intended, Anne, um, hold down the fort. Um, you, you're, you're like asleep twenty four seven, and like the entire theater burned down. Like it was our first day, but you're, you're a veteran of that place. And oh, Greg, like you're much better. <laughs> as, as the wait, 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 wait. Uh, and why would she listen to us instead of you? And uh. And says, well, you're, I guess you'll have to figure that out. But <laughs> you know me, I'm, I'm, who knows how old I am. Uh, the DM doesn't even know. Um, <laughs> I'm certainly not, getting met not suited for travel. Um, and, well, I don't know if Allie would listen to me anymore anyway. Um, but uh, also, um, from behind you, Gregory, you hear, um, and... She's not going to be here alone. And through uh, that curtain doorway, out steps contemporary Tim Taylor. Tim! I avert my eyes immediately. (laughs) Uh, He uh, looks at you, D, or looks at you, Evelyn, and smiles um, and runs up and gives you a big hug. Um, Ah, Timmy! And uh, 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 shakes your hand, D. Soraya. And then he walks up to you and says, now you. Yeah. Me. Um Greg. Well, I only met him a couple days ago. Greg. <laughs> uh Tim says, "That cornet will be 300 oh, gold pieces, please." I knew this was coming. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um You have the money for I it. I try now. to convince him that that the bag that I have is full when I've already emptied it into my pocket. Uh-huh. And and you so, is, it a, is there anything in the bag? Um, I had the gold, so I took the gold bag, and now I'm giving him a bag full of nothing. So I'm gonna pr- try to do a persuasion. Uh, check. I would like you to roll a sleight of hand check to see how well you can pocket this gold without anyone noticing. Oh. You've got that. This got I gotta it. see. <laughs> Fourteen um, plus four, eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, you're on a roll today. Um, uh, uh, he, Tim takes the bag from you, uh, gives you an eyeball, like, you know, kind of side eyes you, um, and then says, well, come on, um, 
you shouldn't travel to uh, Muralegas unequipped. Let's get you hooked up, as the kids say <laughs> nowadays. Is that um, what they say? Do kids these days say that? I don't pay much attention to them. He says, I, I heard it on TikTok. Um, I love that, you know. Uh, you know t- your clock's talking to you. The thing in the, isn't that what they call the thing in Pendulum Square? <laughs> That's the alligator that walks through Pendulum Square it's, on a regular basis. <laughs> it's all these things and more. Only yeah, people buy he sa- them. He says, he says people only, buy them when they're young only the, and then they flush them down the only toilet. Only the fan art will decide. Um, and <laughs> he walks back through the curtain uh, and invites you all back into his main lobby um and i have sent you all uh this database of things for sale at tim taylor's um and you're welcome to talk around uh, uh you know tell us about what items you're interested in talk between yourselves you can ask tim about them um and to get equipped for your next adventure Oh dear! Right. Hey, hey, hey Tim, 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 looks at you and says, "Yes, Greg. What's the deal with Auntie's crossbow? I see it over here. Ah, oh, Auntie's crossbow. Um, and you see this uh, uh, gorgeous wooden crossbow. Um, it's uh, hanging on the wall. And he says, "Oh, this, this, this crossbow was given to me by, ah, well." I, she was known as everyone's aunt, uh, Auntie Fame. Um, uh, she was a, a wonderful lady, hosted the craziest parties, and she'd stand up on a table and shoot a, a big F into the ceiling with this crossbow. Um, it's it's very good. It's very good. Highly highly recommended. Mm, I feel like someone related to me was like associated with her. Um, how much is it? Uh, Eight hundred gold pieces. That'll be. Hmm. Any way I can talk you down on that? And he says, absolutely not, you thief. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, this is haggling. This isn't thievery. He says, I don't haggle, I schmaggle. You haggled last time I was and, here. And uh, then you stole from me, you thief and hooligan. <laughs> you say 800? 800. 800 or take it or leave it. What about 750? Double or nothing, 1600. No, 800. Oh, you're <laughs> awful at this, Greg. 800 it is. All right. Um, you give him 1,800. Please keep track of your money because I am not. Wait, 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 wait. I give him 1,800 or 800? 800, not 1,800. Okay. You don't have 1,800. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, I don't have that. All right. Um, and you now have uh, Auntie's Cross. 400 gold. Okay. Um, anything else hop out of you here? There's Tim, darling, as mm-hmm. you know, I am a druid, and we're rather partial to staves. Do you have anything that might ac- accommodate me? Mm, a staff, a staff, a staff. You see him uh, 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 kind of uh, 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 walk around his shop. He's, like, looking at different things. Um, he says, well, we, uh, we have this here. Um, this is... Hold on. I'm going to invent an item. <laughs> um... <laughs> And he says, uh, oh, this right here. Um, we call this um, the Staff of Healing. Um, this is a, a beautiful staff, the Staff of Healing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's good for uh, uh, any party. Um, it, it, uh, uh, it, has, it is a, a, a staff that um, also has a, a light lavender scent to it. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> it, emit, it allows you to uh, issue um, healing powers to the people in your party. 
Well, we certainly need that, especially with Gregory getting us into trouble. How Absolutely. much does it cost? Uh, it's a little expensive. This one costs a thousand gold pieces, but well worth it. Um, you can cast Cure Wounds mm. five times per day, um, or uh, you, the staff has five charges, So, uh, or you can use two of those charges to cast Lesser Restoration if you want to clear so- cure someone who's blinded or paralyzed or something. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to expend all the charges, uh, you can use Mass Cure Wounds, um, which can cure everyone in your party. Uh, it does uh, 3d8. He says he says it does 3d8 healing. I don't know what that means, but it says it on, on the packaging. <laughs> well, it is a little expensive, but it'll save me a lot in healing potions. I'll take it. Excellent. Uh, and he hands that over to you and uh, you give him a thousand gold pieces. Yeah, okay. And I am going to do. Let me. Okay. I'm keeping track of my currency here. Excellent. All right. And uh, uh, Tim uh, is now behind the counter and puts his hands down and uh, looks at you. Evelyn, anything catch your fancy? What's the story behind this Mama's Miasmic Veil? Oh, Mama's Miasmic Veil. It's a delightful item. Um, And uh, he uh, uh, pulls it off the wall. It's a a beautiful gauze wedding veil, and he actually puts it on and models it for you. Um, Oh. He kind of does a little twirl and says, doesn't it look lovely on me? Um, And says, this right here, Mama's Miasmic Veil. Um, It lets you find any dad in the room if you're looking for daddies. Um, Oh. Exactly three times. (laughs) per day per long rest uh, you can put this on um, and uh, uh, it will hopefully identi- identify any fatherly figures within a 60 foot radius um, and then uh, me Tommy ah. the DM will tell you that also there's a chance that uh, the veil will fail you won't know that but it might misidentify a fatherly figure in the room uh, if out of a d20 I roll a, a one or a two. All right. I don't know how much I need to find daddies at my age. <laughs> Looking for a younger man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and he says, what about this? Uh, what about this here top hat of rhyming? And, and Tim says, oh, I was. I just thought perhaps if the the veil doesn't interest you, this head headwear. And he pulls a an elegant silk top hat down. It's got a red ribbon around. It. He says, the top hat of rhyming. Well, this is quite quite a delightful item. Um, once per day, uh, you can cast any spell, um, but alter one word in that spell to a different spell that rhymes with it, um, and the spell will instead have that effect. So, for example, instead of casting say wall of ice you could cast wall of lice in case you want to infect a particularly hairy person (laughs) (laughs) all right all right these are extremely specific and weird (laughs) items we have here and he says i (laughs) spent i tim taylor's tailor and trinkets i have the trinkets you have the trinkets Oh, uh, what about, uh, <laughs> what about this, uh, oh, keeping with the head theme, uh, Yitzhak's box of wigs. Ah, uh, yes, Yitzhak's box of wigs. Um, this is a delightful item. Uh, this is a, a, a white head-sized cardboard box, um, and, uh, using an action during your turn, um, you may, uh, remove a single wig from this box and cast the spell Disguise Self on yourself. Um, any wig you want, any wig you imagine can come out of this, um, and you can pretend to be someone you aren't, at least for a little while. Oh! That's the spell for me. Give me that box of wigs. All right. Um, X box of wigs. I can't imagine Evelyn wanting to be anyone but Evelyn. That is the most <laughs> remarkable thing I've That's heard all day. That's why I need the wigs. It helps me actors, change the character. Darling. Half of the character is the costume. Come on, you know that, Greg. <laughs> 
Do you, I mean, you say this like, yeah, she she's an actor, but come on, when she's on stage, she's just playing that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I have you many, know what you're getting. Many layers, many layers. <laughs> I can be like ah, but then I can be like ah. See, completely different. Uh, and Tim says that'll be five hundred gold pieces, please. Awesome. <laughs> uh, did we have two, how much did we have to start? Yeah, twelve hundred. Thousand two hundred. Okay, twelve. Okay, okay. So okay, you cool, all have great. more money if there's other stuff you want. Um, 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 um. Can I can I buy the mama's miasmic veil? Sure, four hundred. Four- I want I want to find me some daddies. <laughs> four hundred gold pieces for my. You are the daddiest of daddies. Is this something we should know about you? <laughs> he never knew his real father. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm looking for daddies. Mama's miasmic veil, 400 gold pieces. Greg. All right. All right. There you go. 400 right there. Thank there. you. I'll take this. I'll take this mirror. You can never have a good. You can never have too many good mirrors. Excellent. This one's just a mirror, just a normal mirror. Look on this side, a mirror. Look on that side. Oh, not a, not a mirror. You see him kind of fix his hair. Um, <laughs> And he says, that that mirror, 65 gold pieces. Easy enough. Very well. Anyone else? Anyone else? I, uh, uh, yes. I'm looking at the money I have left. <laughs> seeing how what much, I could do here. How much money oh, do you have? Oh, oh, what? I have 700. Ooh. Um, so what's, uh, oh, uh, I want to know about Mimi's Midnight Pocket Watch. Oh, Mimi's Midnight Pocket Watch. He reaches um, underneath the glass case on the front of the um uh counter he says this is quite a delightful item um i think it's i think it's quite interesting um and he goes watch this um and he opens up the watch and says into the watch what's the time and you see all the other pocket watches in the case suddenly their times change to 11 55 p.m um, and it, yeah, it's got to be close to midnight. Exactly. Uh, and uh, you actually see dawn had started to rise outside the windows, um, but suddenly it turns night times again. Um, and Tim says, no, no, don't worry. It's not actually nighttime. But for 300 feet around us, we sure have confused some people. Um, and hmm. uh, once say. per day, uh, <laughs> you can use this silver pocket watch to uh, make it appear as if it's midnight or as if it's 1155. Um, and then time progresses for five minutes until it's actual midnight when and time returns to whatever it would have been five minutes later. God, that makes me want to wail at the moon like a cat in heat. Oh, <laughs> just another. I've heard a wa- I've heard cats in heat wailing at the moon. It's not that impressive. <laughs> All right. I didn't say it was impressive. I'd uh, say I want to do it. I want to know about Stanley Saber. Oh, Stanley Sta- Saber. Um, quite a quite an exciting I- item. Um, it's rumored this belonged to an old general from a large island in the far southeast. Um, it's just a saber, but it does plenty of damage. And he goes, ha ha, and like tries to parry towards you. Oh, hey, Greg, I'll split it with you. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. How much gold do I have? Like, where do I find it in my inventory? I'm sorry. I, don't know. I, ge- I gave you 1,200, <laughs> and then you down. do math to figure out. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I thought I already had gold in my inventory. No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, how much um, was the last thing you just got? I have zero gold. Oh, never mind. What about you, DeSarea? Oh, let's see. What do I have? I just need 100 more. I have 185 gold. Oh, if you want to, we could get a real nice saber. We could share it. Do you know how to use a saber? Well, you just fling it around. You, 
you poke, <laughs> stick them with the pointy. Y'all gonna get yourselves killed. Oh, very well. I'll st- I'll stand you for that. <laughs> I'm... It'll be ours. We could share it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Stanley's Stanley's shared saber. I like men. Yes. What a <laughs> we're a team. We're Man's women. Team. We know how to share things. What a what a what a turn yes. of phrase. What rhymes with saber? Saber, labor, maber, caber. <laughs> I'll think of something. Anyway, here you go. Uh, and he hands you the saber. Thank and you. And I think I'll take some rope. You can always use some good rope. And a little bit of rope. That'll be some amount of money. Ten gold pieces, please. Looks like ten. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey. I think that should do it. Tim. Hey, Tim. Tim, Tim, Timmy, Tim, 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 Tim. Um, <laughs> do, for my crossbow to work, yes. do do I do I need arrows? <laughs> uh, and Tim says, Tim, like, stands and uh, stares at you for a second. Greg goes, well, yes, it's a it's a crossbow. <laughs> Um, since I spent twelve hundred dollars here today, can I get the first set of arrows for free? Um, and uh, Tim says, "And what on earth have you done to make me think you deserve more free shit?" You stole from him. <laughs> you stole from I him. I paid for all the shit, didn't I? Um, and and Tim says, "And that's it. Closed for shop." And he snaps his fingers. Oh, for goodness and, uh, sake. I throw down five gold pieces and grab some arrows. Thank you. Um, and uh, Tim says, oh, oh, I guess, I guess so. Um, and then uh, he Oof. he snaps his- You can pay me back by not forcing me to use all the charges in my staff all at once. That's a good, that's a good deal. I, I, I'll agree to that to the best of my ability. <laughs> Do you agree to it? You'll just agree to it. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Anne comes out, um, and joins Tim. Um, she's looking, uh, uh, much happier, um, than you've seen her previously. Um, and, uh, she hands you, um, each, uh, one other, uh, little pouch with it. Um, and she says, uh, no, no, no. Um, these, well, these are, these are for later. Uh, they're, they're not like, uh, Werther's, uh, uh, Werther's originals or anything. <laughs> don't, think, don't think it's something like, well, maybe there's a Werther's or two in there. But, um, these are, these, you'll need these later. You'll know when, please. And this is very important. Don't open these until you get to Allie. Um, and she hands you each, um, a tiny, like, uh, maybe palm-sized little cinched sack, um, it's made of a very luxurious looking, um, green velvet. Thank you. Soft. <laughs> feels, feels very ushery. And, uh, Everything's green, it's the theme. And, and she says, well, well uh, you certainly have guessed my favorite color. Um, now, uh, uh, oh, and, uh, uh, she, uh, runs over and looks at all of the watches, uh, in, um, Tim's, uh, uh, counter and says, oh, oh, but wait a minute. I was coming out here to tell you you're going to be late for your train, but these watches say it's 11.57. Um, I've got plenty <laughs> of time. So anyway. Oh, and I think we do need to cut run and catch um, the train. And, and goes, oh, okay. Well, um, give them hell. Uh, and then uh, she walks back uh, through that curtain back into her corners. Um, and Tim says, uh, huh, what she said. Um, and also walks back in, uh, leaving you alone. In the main room of Tim Taylor's. Very well. All right. Gonna go fight us some understudies? Well, we gotta catch a train first. How yes, about we, we do that? Ah, uh, yes. Let's I drag <laughs> Evelyn <laughs> off and we race towards the train station. <laughs> Wait a second. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you drag her out. 
uh, into the street. Uh, you start heading towards uh, the Skylight Express. Uh, you all know where it is because it's how you got here uh, to the town of Imperia from your various towns. Uh, do you do you skip in the traditional manner, Evelyn? Yes. Uh, yes, we do. D, D and Greg, are, are you going to roll skip checks or uh, you want to? Yep, skip and check. <laughs> I do not skip. I stride. Uh, I'm failing skip. I got a four, so I failed uh, to skip. Uh, Greg trips, um, but uh, you, uh, Greg, I'm going to need you to take two points of damage. Of course. Um, but uh, <laughs> the two of you. Anytime I try to do anything. <laughs> the two of you haul him up. You're extremely um, old. Yellow brick road style uh, uh, down the center of this street. Um, and once again, uh, in a in a corner just to the side of Tim Taylor's shop, uh, in a in a shadowy corner where none of you see, um, is a another hooded figure um, uh, with another uh, cloak that seems oh very familiar, so familiar, uh, <laughs> and a, uh, uh, standing in the shadows. And this uh, figure watches. Uh, the three of you skip down the middle of the street and you turn the corner um, and the moment you do, it ducks uh, uh, out of the alley um, and opens the door into Tim Taylor. <gasps> oh, oh, great. No. <laughs> well, we were just skipping. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.